0: Welcome to a new weekly podcast series called USURF Spotlight, hosted by the United States Commission on International Religious Freedom, an independent federal advisory body. During each episode, Director of Outreach and Policy, Dwight Bashir, features a special guest to dive deeper on various topics and breaking developments that impact the universal right to freedom of religion or belief around the globe. Welcome to you Serve Spotlight, I'm Dwight Bashir. Today is our 20th episode, so I want to thank those of you that have been listening from the beginning and welcome our new listeners who may be joining us for the first time. We're going to discuss uh, today the use of religion-based laws to impose capital punishment against lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and intersex persons, or LGBTI. Specifically, we're going to look at those governments that use Islamic law or Sharia as a religious justification to impose the death penalty. International standards are clear that governments should not desecrate the rights of LGBTI persons through the imposition of the death penalty under interpretations of Sharia or any other religion-based laws. However, there are 10 countries in the world uh, where consensual same-sex relationships are formally punishable by death. Afghanistan, Iran, Mauritania, Nigeria, Pakistan, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Somalia, the United Arab Emirates, and Yemen. Each of these governments justify denial of rights on official interpretations of Sharia, but there are also broader religious freedom violations across the world by governments using other legal interpretations of religion as a basis as well. Today, we're fortunate to have with us USERF Vice Chair Anarima Bargava to go deeper on this topic and discuss USERF's recent publication on Sharia and LGBTI persons. Welcome, Vice Chair Bargava. Thank you for having me, Dwight. Well, it's a pleasure. And to start with, uh, I'll ask you can you tell us why it's problematic under international human rights law for governments to make same sex relationships subject to the death penalty? Can you explain why this is a religious freedom issue and the ways in which these laws violate freedom of religion or belief?
1: Sure. So I think we should start by by the very fundamental human principle that uh, laws that make. LGBTI persons subject to the death penalty are violations of their dignity and value and worth. And they embolden societal hostility, discrimination and violence against uh, LGBTI persons. And we've seen that in countries around the world. Um, To go to uh, the the human rights standards that the U.S. Commission applies when we're thinking about um, where there might be concerns regarding laws that are based in religion or the ways in which they're implemented There are a number of provisions of uh, the Universal Declaration of Human Rights and the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, the ICCPR, uh, that that I think come into play here. Um, The the first is is certainly that both the Universal Declaration and the ICCPR protect the freedom of religion or belief. And then that empowers individuals to really manifest their religion or belief um, as they see fit, subject only to sort of the narrow limitations specified in international law. And both the Universal Declaration and, and the I- ICCPR grant everyone the rights and freedoms guaranteed in those documents. And those include, in Article 26 of the ICCPR, a prohibition on discrimination uh, on the basis of sex, which includes a sexual orientation and gender identity. It also includes, in Article 6, se- Subsection 2 of the ICCPR, provides something that I think is really important to think about in this context, which is that the death sentence and capital punishment may only be imposed for the most serious crimes. The status, the fact of being LGBTI is not something that comes anywhere near that category. And the ICCPR does not allow for uh, for death sentences to be imposed for nonviolent acts, which is what we're talking about here. So so I think there's a number of different provisions of, of international law that come into play Uh, that speak to the problem of having capital punishment imposed upon LGBTI persons. And um, in addition, part of the reason that we wanted to focus on this um, as the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom is that um, religion is not a legitimate justification for egregiously violating the fundamental rights of individuals. You do not want a situation in which a government says that their religious interpretation is going to imp- impair the rights of individuals and they're going to impose that religious interpretation on, on anyone within the country. And, um, and that is certainly what we're seeing in terms of the states coercively enforcing religious interpretations or um, or targeting individuals who do not adhere to those interpretations um, in, in, in the imposition of
0: capital punishment on LGBTI persons. Thanks for that detailed explanation. Now, how about uh, telling us a little bit more about some of these Sharia legal systems and and how these systems apply religious principles and within some of the countries that apply Sharia law, how are LGBTI sexual relations treated?
1: Sure. So I think I think there's a couple of things to to start out with here, which is we we are not at you, it's not our intention, um, nor do we do we intend to sort of to to come in and 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 arbitrate or suggest. Uh, the ways in which uh, Sharia law, which has many, many different interpretations, it is, it is a a Sharia is a massive and wide-ranging body of sacred texts, of debates, of interpretations, um, that have, have uh, you know that have extended across centuries, um that have uh, a, a lot of nuance and complexity. And so, Muslim scholars around the world, um, they differ in 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 their the range of opinions they have. Uh, on LGBTI persons and sexual relations. And so it's not our, our intention here to, um, to try and, and, and speak to any one of those interpretations or to single out Islam um, or, or Muslim communities in any way writ large. Um, we do think, however, it's important to discuss how individual governments, maybe using their interpretations and their singular interpretations of Sharia law to justify denying people their fundamental human rights. Um, And in particular here, obviously in in, in determining that they want to impose capital punishment on LGBTI persons. And and that we think falls into the the world of how we think about religion-based laws and religious freedom, because um, you do not want a situation in which governments are imposing uh, religious interpretations on, on, on people within their country um, and because it's a religion-based laws, that's that's why it comes into the ambit of of things that we might be concerned around. So um, there are many countries that restrict the religious freedom of LGBTI people um, who don't base the, those restrictions on Islam. There are countries that invoke Sharia um, law as a basis, but do not impose the capital punishment um, on LGBTI persons, or don't suggest that capital punishment is an option. Um, here, our focus is really on those countries where Sharia law has been used by the government to impose the capital punishment or to suggest the capital punishment could be an option to be imposed on LGBTI persons. And so that's the narrow focus of of the fact sheet that we put out.
0: Would you be able to share a few case studies uh, that illustrate how these laws are applied? Um, And I'm sure some of the listeners would be interested to know, have there been any uh, recent executions of LGBTI individuals in countries that have uh, the death sentence sentence as a provision for LGBTI activity?
1: Sure. So I think I mean, I think there's a a number of countries which uh, which we have highlighted that impose uh, the capital punishment or could impose capital punishment on LGBTI persons in Saudi Arabia, for example, um, there are. There was uh, the state security agencies have published videos equating being gay with with extremism. Um, the there have been strict prohibitions on LGBTI relations, um, and so um, and and any kind of uh, public acknowledgement or acknowledgement of those um, can be can be subject to you uh, know severe penalties, and we and 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 those are certainly things that we are concerned about uh, within Saudi Arabia. We've um, Iran is another place in which we've seen the hanging uh, of and, and torture of, of gay men, of, of those who are part of the LGBTI community, um, including a 17-year-old minor in 2016. Uh, and um, in Afghanistan, um, the, the penal court code in Afghanistan allows for the imposition of the death sentence for same-sex sex, uh, sexual relations. Um, while we have not seen death sentences being ha- handed down, they may be. We do know that those laws have not been taken off the books and um, that in part because of the ways in which those laws um, continue to to dictate what norms and standards are, the LGBTI community in Afghanistan continues to face significant violence from the state and from society at large. And then, you know, to put another case study, this is not a place that was highlighted in the in the fact sheet. It, you know, we, we talked about it as a different example. It's not under Sharia law, but what we're seeing happening in Chechnya right now in in Russia which is the torture and killing and targeting of LGBTI individuals uh, in, a, in, a, in a part of Russia that is, is centered in Muslim um, norms and standards and in a number of different ways to see what's happening in Chechnya um, and the kind of horrors that are being imposed there. Um, again, that's another example of uh, where there have been active killings and torture um, that the international community has come down um, and condemned and it continues and continues um, in many ways um, until this day. and so. Um, so those are those are a couple of the the, the places that we've seen um, these kinds of of, of the, the, the sort of reverberations from capital punishment really impacting the LGBTI community um, in, in those countries. And certainly the concerns extend to, to many of the countries that we talked about, not just in terms of active torture and killing, uh, but also on, on sort of what it allows for, allows for and suggests is OK for how LGBTI persons should be treated.
0: So, so clearly, there are a number of countries that have these laws on the books, uh, but haven't necessarily carried out uh, the death penalty. And others that, uh, you know, do that, like Iran, uh, certainly a country that has uh, uh, carried out uh, the death penalty through hangings uh, in recent years. Now, I mean, bringing this all back, are there things uh, that uh, can be done as far as U.S. policy? Uh, how can how can the U.S. government address these sorts of abuses that are Either the threat exists through laws or, in fact, there are, uh, you know, uh, uh, punishments and, of course, uh, you know, potentially uh, the death penalty for those individuals uh, in the LGBTI community.
1: So I think there's a number of things that the U.S. government and certainly would suggest from the the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom of the U.S. government do to try and and speak to the ways in which uh, the imposition of capital punishment on the LGBTI community and the ways in which that's uh, those kinds of laws have suggested and allowed for and encouraged the violence and the destruction of human dignity for LGBTI persons in so many ways um, that the U.S. government can actually you know, play a role. And I think we've seen that in the fact that the U.S. government, from both uh, for both political parties, have imposed sanctions on those who have Uh, engaged in the torture and killing of LGBTI persons, that we know that the imposition of the death penalty in these kinds of situations is violative of international human rights standards, and that that is something that we should continue to speak to in terms of, you know, making sure that the rights of LGBTI persons Um, are are protected as the Universal Declaration of Human Rights and the ICCPR clearly speak to in in, in terms of how they should be protected, which is that every person should be allowed to to live and to thrive uh, without uh, having a situation in which a particular religious interpretation is being imposed on them by their government. Um, And so if they are not able to uh, to to exercise their fundamental human rights in a way where they can actually thrive and survive because of the religious interpretation of their government. That is something um, that you know, the U.S. government should speak to, um, because uh, we do not want a situation in which those kinds of egregious human rights violations and abuses are being engaged in by foreign governments in the name of religion that don't actually comport with the kinds of human rights standards that we're trying to promote at the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom. Last, I'd say, you know, in general, as the human rights standards speak to the state punishment of execution for LGBTI persons, um, removing that, um, removing those kinds of provisions should be something that the U.S. government pushes to have happen. Uh, certainly, useful will speak to that as uh, something that's incredibly important and essential for. Uh, for human rights to flourish in these countries. And it's important to remind governments um, that their role is not to to encourage and sanction and incite violence against those who are most vulnerable, but to make sure that that the ways in which they're interpreting their laws are are giving human dignity and worth to all people um, again, to be able to live, um, which is the very basic um, human human rights that we all have um, and to live in a way that um, that that underscores. Their dignity and is free from discrimination and violence.
0: And we'll have to leave it right here. I want to thank uh, USERF Vice Chair Anurima Bargava for her insights today. Uh, you can find uh, USurf's new report on the use of Sharia as a religious justification by some governments to impose capital punishment against LGBTI persons on our website at www.userf.gov. That's uscirf.gov. Thanks for tuning in today, and we'll see you next time on USURF Spotlight. To learn more about USURF and about global religious freedom concerns, visit usurf.gov. That's U-S-C-I-R-F dot gov. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at U-S-C-I-R-F. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week for another USURF Spotlight.